drop till it's over with. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until he's Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day, everybody. Hope everyone is having a good day. You're tuned in to the Blue Book. Presented to you by C-Rep Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. I hope today has been a good day for you. Started out good, continues to be good. God is good, God is gracious. It's a wonderful time to be in the Lord, that is. It's a wonderful time to be serving the Lord. As up to this point, we have been at home quarantining through this horrible virus that is plaguing the earth and what better time but to be on the internet be on the phones whatever the case may be and just search for good spiritual meat and potatoes there's plenty of resources out there to find where to start where to get and where you're going I hope everyone out there is being protected, using masks, glasses if you have them, gloves, sanitizer, going out for essentials, if you work, same idea, Uh, just being cautious. Yes, God is bigger than this virus, Uh, but he is not to be billboarded and to be blown out of proportion that's just not the way God works Uh, God is a judging God he blesses he critiques and he supervises us in what we do for him Jesus gives you an example how to live and the Holy Spirit flows through you so you can do miracles and you can do blessings and you can be worked through supernaturally. That's how that works. So, God bless everyone out there. I hope you're well. I hope your families are well. If not, we're going to pray for them during this message. And we're going to hope that everything turns out for the best. God knows it. Today's message, Knowledge and Gems is going to come out of the book of Colossians as in the New Testament in the Amplified Bible it's on page 1391 might be something the same as yours but I want you to open up your Bibles whether it's on your computer desktop, laptop Android Apple phones, tablets or just the good book itself right in front of you However it is that you read the Bible, whether it's even an app, I want you guys to turn to Colossians. Second chapter. Verse 6. Once you've opened the Bible up, we're going to pray over the Word. That's how we do it here on the Blue Book of Life. We read the Word, but not without having prayer. We want God to show us what he wants us to know today. So, everyone's ready. In agreement, here we go. God, 
Father, we ask you right now to bless us as we read your word, as we sink our teeth into the meat and potatoes of your knowledge. What you're trying to teach us, what you're trying to enlighten us to, what you're trying to articulate to us, so we comprehend what you're wanting to tell us so we can apply it to our lives. We thank you, Father, for the for the wonderful word that we get to read here in America and around the world. And we ask you just to bless it, Father. Lead us, guide us, and direct us in the way you want us to go. In the name of Jesus, I pray this. Amen. Well, we're going to go right into it. What does Colossians 2.6 mean? Well, in this brief verse, Paul makes a grand statement about the believer's walk with Christ. A state, the walk of Christ is already a statement. Jesus, if you're out, if anyone knows that you're walking with the Lord, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, you are definitely uh, singled out, um, sometimes judged, sometimes ridiculed, sometimes praised. But most of the time it's on a negative end because people see the light in you and darkness, sin does not like light. Okay? The Colossians, like all other saved believers, received Jesus by faith. And that's found in Acts 4.12, Romans 10.9, and Ephesians 2.8-9. Paul's implication is for that those who accepted Christ in faith ought to walk and to live and think by faith. Faith. The evidence of things of evidence of things not seen and the hope for things to come. Faith is the very essence of the Christian walk or the Christian faith, Christian belief. Um it is the essence of Letting God do and us don't. Christ is faith ought to walk, to live and think by faith as well. That's in Colossians 2.7, which actually we'll be getting to that too as well in this message. The false teachings confronting Colossians emphasize works and personal sacrifice as a means to pleasing God. Okay. Works and personal sacrifice. Okay, so we're talking about people who do good things for people without having the God intent. Most people who leave God out of the situation or Jesus out of the situation or the Holy Spirit out of the situation say, well, I'm a good person. I do good things. Yeah, but that's works alone. Faith doesn't operate that way. Works without faith is dead. You understand what I'm saying? Dead. Personal sacrifice. Yes, you can sacrifice personally for all you want, but without Jesus in the mix of that, it's going up null and void. This is the, the, the very essence of, of grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace produces blessings. I was once told by a theologian many years ago that grace is your heavenly money, heavenly bank account. When you do things 
like that, blessings come. Grace is your heavenly bank account. You're giving people blessings and you're doing things out of grace. But it's not at a personal sacrifice of your own volition. It is personal sacrifice in the, the in the glory of God, which you will be blessed by. You may not see it, but there's little things that God does that blesses you to make life easy or whatever the case may be. And you're not seeing it because you're focused on the bigger picture, not the smaller picture. Personal sacrifice without Jesus is dead. Is dead. As a means to pleasing God. I'm going to please you, God. I'm going to personally sacrifice. I'm going to do all these works, but I'm not going to include your son. And eh, not going to happen. Doesn't work for me. Boop, get out of here with that. Not happening. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you're a good person, but you're not with my son. You're not personal sacrificing for him. You're not working for, with him. You're not teaming up. You're not co-assigning with him. Why do I even care? You're a good person. Fantastic. Ain't going to get you here. It is true that works are a vital aspect of the Christian life. That's in 1 John 3, 17 and 18. But these are the results of saving but this are the results of saving faith, not the source of it. Saving faith but not the source. Yes, these are these look like it's doing for God because it's positive, it's good, it's wholesome, but it is not the source of it. Faith isn't it's not the source of it. You're not using faith, you're not using God. Works alone are dead. Our walk with God must be rooted in faith. In faith. Our walk with God has got to be a faith walk. That means you own up to your past. You let God have your future in your present. And you let it just happen. You trust in him to help you. He will tell you what to do. Tune into your God voice. You'll get it. But until then, no. And therefore, rooted in him, not us. Rooted in him, not us. You, the faith that you have as a believer is rooted in him, not yourself. Stop being selfish. Stop thinking you can do it all by yourself. Yes, you can make things happen by yourself. Absolutely, everyone can. But the sweetest joy and the reward comes when you, you you let God do it and you do it through the faith walk. Simple stuff. Just as salvation is, you don't get salvation by yourself. And anyone tells you that is, is absolutely crazy. You don't get salvation on your own. Salvation is sal salvaging the action. Did I just say that? Holy cow. Salvation is salva sal salvaging the action. Who's a salvager? It ain't you. You can't salvage yourself. Who ever told you you could? I'm going to be a better person. But I'm working my, my novels off. I'm working my butt off. Really? You? <laughs> Salvaging the action. Salvation is God or Jesus. God's the blesser. Jesus is your, is, your, is your guide. Salvaging what was damaged when you didn't 
know the difference. Or you weren't, a, you didn't take accountability. You did it, but you didn't say, oh, I'm not my fault. I didn't know that. So Jesus comes into your life to salvage what is broken, beaten, bruised, tormented, tortured, crimsoned, figured, inside, not your outside so much. You can be that way too. But inside, picks you up, dusts you off, and says, God, guess what? I got a jewel right here. Watch this. A little, a little polish, a little this, a little that. Boom, you got yourself a nice human being who was discipled, who was ready to go to the mission field, and it can tell you right now what God did for him through his testimony, which is the biggest blessing of all is a testimony. Unreal. Otherwise, our spirituality is based on human performance and is destined to fail. Destined to fail. Did you hear this? Otherwise, without all that in the picture, otherwise, our spirituality is based on human performance, works alone, and is destined to fail. Destined to fail. Don't just say, God bless you. Do you really mean that? Jesus be with you. God bless. Jesus be with. Holy Spirit flow through you. The Godhead. All three work together in cohesion. Works alone without God is destined to fail. Okay. Though Paul lived a highly motivated Christian life, he knew faith was the only way to please God. He was motivated. He was persistent. He was on a mission. But he knew God was the only way he was going to get, get, the only way to please him is by having the faith. A certain type of works without faith can be accomplished by non-believers. I just said that. You can do a certain amount of action to get to your goal. And you can accomplish stuff. However, a person who has received Jesus Christ as Lord will live by faith, not by sight, which is in 2 Corinthians 5, 7. See what I'm talking about? This kind of faith will lead to many good works. You do good stuff because you're the best by God. By our salvation, but our salvation remains consistent despite our actions because it is based on Christ and what he has done. This kind of faith will lead to many good works, but our salvation remains consistent despite our actions. Faith remains consistent despite our actions because it is based on Christ and what he has done. Unbelievable. Based on Christ and what he has done. He did it. He, You follow that example, you'd be great. You'd be great. Absolutely fine. Let's get to the scripture. Okay. Second Corinthians 2 6. 
as you have therefore received Jesus Christ, or Christ, even Jesus the Lord, so walk, regulate your, our, your lives, and conduct yourselves in union with the Wow. With an conformity to him. Really. Really. American Standard Version says as this, as therefore ye received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Lies conduct yourself in union with the conformity to him. Walk with him. The Bible in basic English says, as then you know Christ Jesus the Lord, so go on in him. Work in that vibe. Work in that unison. Work in that jive. Work with him. Be one with him. He is your counselor. He is your, your mentor. He is the one that you need to look to as Papa. Papa. Father. Papi. Dad. Common English Bible says it is. So live it. Live in Christ Jesus the Lord in the way as you receive him. As you receive him. You receive him. He comes into your heart. He's not going to force himself. You come and then you can start working. Start working. Wow. Unbelievable. God's word translation says you receive Christ Jesus the Lord. So continue to live as Christ's people. Christ's people. Now, let me get this straight. If I don't read a translation, it's not because this translation is not worth it because it's, it's really, really good. It's just, it says the same thing. Most trans, if I don't, if I only go through a couple, it's because the translation is saying the same thing as the Amplified or in other ones. It's saying the same words. I'm only highlighting the ones that are different so I can explain the difference of what's going on here. So if you just in case you don't know why I don't say 20 different translations because I'm looking at them and they're all saying the same thing. I just catch the differences. Like this one. Good News Translation says, Since you have accepted Christ Jesus as Lord, live in union with Him. That's pretty simple. That's pretty direct. A lot less words. Since I'm saying? Good News Translation. Since you accepted Christ Jesus as Lord, live in union with Him. Pretty simple. Okay, here's a good one. The Message Bible. It's pretty wordy. Let's see. My counsel for you is simple and straightforward. Simple, straightforward. No complication. Turn right to the right, right to you, right to your face. Just go ahead with what you're what you've been given. God's given you something. Go ahead with it. You receive Christ Jesus, the Master. Now live now now live him. Now live in him, live him, same idea. Go with what you have and let him live. Let him do this thing with you. See, most of them say the same thing. They're all saying pretty much the same thing. A lot of salvation messages right here. Salvation all over the place. It's just a really good, really good scripture of salvation. I'm going through all the translations right now, and every single one of them saying the same, pretty much the same thing. Okay, here's the Yeast Mouth New Translation. Ye Mouth New Testament. As therefore you have received the Christ, even Jesus our Lord, live and act in vital union with him vitally he leaves the word vital like it's something you gotta do this is like serious stuff vital vital with him very very good word to use there very good word okay so that's colossians 2 6 
Okay, let's go on to 27. Let's see what 27 has to say. Because that's just that's some good stuff right there. Okay. 27. Okay. So Paul provides three images that show the importance of walking in faith. That's in Colossians 2 6. The importance. I just we went over that. First, we are rooted in Christ. The idea is that a tree or plant was rooted or roots from the strength of bases for life. For example, the believer roots are Christ, not are another source. It's only Jesus. As false teachers would suggest. Second, the believer is built up in Christ. It's a building process. Okay? This building, a architectural metaphor speaks of a building that is constructed by the power of Christ. Not your power. Not yours. His power rises that tower. This right, just as only Christ can save a person, only Christ can build or mature a person. You mature in his word. You mature in him because you learn lessons. You go to him. You use the example and you mature. It's pretty simple. Third, to be established in the faith is a legal metaphor referring to a, to maturity or someone showing firm on what they decide. They're confirmed in it. Confirmed in it. Okay? So, let's see it. Have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him, fixed and founded in him. Have that stuff down there. Being continually built up in him, becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in faith. That's just just rooted stuff. Just as, as, as you were taught in abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. So you are going to be filled with the Lord as you continue to walk in him and let him mature you by reading the word, by doing things, listening to certain sermons you may like. You'll know and he'll build up to you to where you're a firm foundation in him and it abounds and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. You'll be so thankful. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I ain't talking about being oversaved either. I ain't talking about taking it to the next to that to that crazy airhead level. I'm talking about just being a civilized human being, following Jesus and focusing on your talents as well. Simple as that. Okay? Very simple. Okay? It, it really boils down to that in the end. Okay? So, in this passage, Paul warns Christians not to be taken in by deceptive arguments. These claims are attractive, but are merely tricks. Don't get caught up in this stuff. That sound true, but are not. Arguing for self-denial, legalism, visions, and other practices only looks good to observers. You're only an attraction. You're nothing serious. You're just an, a, a spectacle. Okay? None of these are the source of spiritual growth. It doesn't make you any stronger in God. God, uh, Paul emphasizes the way Christ accomplished everything we need to be justified before God. As a result, there is no reason for believers to pursue these false, shallow shadows. We have the real source, Jesus, so we should follow him. Unbelievable. Moral of the story, don't be a spectacle. Follow the Lord, grow in the Lord, be righteous with humility, and let God do what God is going to do. 
Fantastic word of the day. Unbelievable. It's a great word. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's pray. God, Father, we thank you. We thank you for another wonderful word, another message from you. We need to be planted in you. We need to be doing things for you. Our own self-sacrifice and self-motivation. Nothing wrong with being motivated and keeping yourself going. But to do things without you is self-serving and not going to accomplish the will of the Father or the example of Jesus. And we ask you, Father, right now to fulfill that in each one of us. For us to be filled with you and to do things your way. And tune into our God voice. Tune into the God voice. And we thank you for the meat and potatoes of your word. Knowledge and gems that we get from you. Thank you. And I pray blessings upon everyone out there listening to this episode. That you bless them and you keep them healthy. And you keep their finances straight. And you keep them going, Father. We ask prayer for everyone affected by this virus, everyone for healing. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow. Fantastic word today. I want you guys to stay safe, stay healthy, stay on it. Take care of yourselves, take care of your families, take care of those close to you. Always, always remember. Fear God, follow Jesus, let the Holy Spirit flow. Until next time, until next time, and until next time, Jesus, strong. Yeah, right?